Hey guys, welcome back to episode three of I'm Fine, You're Fine. I hope that you guys have had a good week and are feeling fine on this Thursday. How about you, Erica? What are you feeling? I'm actually feeling spectacular. I had a wonderful day today. The vibes are good. Um, How are you? What have you been up to this week? Oh, I love that the vibes are good. Vibes are immaculate. (laughs) Pass the vibes to me. I'm just having like okay week you know I uh went to South Carolina over the weekend which it was my first time there which is cool how Um, was it it was good the weather was pretty nice during the day pretty chilly at night um my boyfriend plays softball so we went for his tournament so I spent a lot of time outside which was actually nice because you know clear the head good to get some fresh air after always vitamin inside Mm -hmm. yes exactly but Overall, pretty good week, and yeah, how was yours? Um, weekend was fine. I spent the weekend at work. This week, I've been on and off working, but today, I've just had a wonderful day off. Um, I went and hung out with a friend from college um, and her husband, so it was nice to see them. Um, and then I came home today, and my sister stopped by um, with my nephews. They just pulled in, you know, to my complex and they brought me flowers randomly so sweet you know so since I don't have a boyfriend my sister and my nephews are just really coming in clutch just dropped off flowers because they know that I love fresh flowers every few weeks which is nice because I didn't um end up getting any at the grocery store last time I went grocery shopping so my my countertops are a little bit emptier so now I'm gonna put those in and just you know the two-year-old holding the flower bouquet is just like the most adorable thing nice I love that that is so sweet and we're teaching them young how to treat a lady we are we are but otherwise did some chores around the house did some tidying up um so hoping to continue that on throughout the week that's good some positive momentum Yeah. Well, before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to have a quick moment of silence. I've talked about previously that I was a teacher and um, this situation that has just happened in Virginia has really pulled at my heartstrings, has really hit home for me. So just a quick moment of silence for Abby's wiener. Um, Yeah. And I don't know if this is um, as common up north I actually hadn't even heard about this until you told me about it um so basically a teacher that was harmed by one of her students um so she's now in the hospital last we heard in critical condition but hopefully she's doing well so our thoughts and prayers are with her and her family right now all right thank you okay so Let's dive into some less serious things. Um, Erica and I were previously talking about, because if you don't know, now you know, I'm Italian. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you Super Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Pastina is you... off the shelves. <laughs> Permanently. I'm not okay. We're not all right. Um, I didn't come from an Italian family, so this is not breaking news to me. I think I've maybe had pastino once in my lifetime, but I am feeling for all of my Italians out there. I've always said that I'm Italian by association. Um, so my heart goes out to you for that, for that loss. 
Yeah. It's, it's not okay. Like <laughs> I grew up on that. I would today eat a bowl of pastina with butter. Like it is. I was going to ask, what do you put pastina with? Like, I don't know. So butter or in soup. Okay. Yeah. Is it I kind mean, of was... similar to like an orzo type? Yes. But even smaller than that. Okay. Um, but yeah, I told my mom and my mom was like devastated. She's like, how am I going to have grandchildren and not feed them <laughs> that? And I said, I know, please take it up with the company. All of our Italians should just go out to the stores, stock up on whatever's left. That way we can culture the generations to come. <laughs> <laughs> I just Hoard, like, hoard I... the pastina in your house. I need to know their reasoning. I really do. Like, it's unfair. I mean, it's, it's like getting rid of fettuccine. Like, you just don't do it. You don't do it. That's it. Ugh. It's a staple piece. So that's yeah. rude and unfortunate, but, you know. But I guess all, we'll have to Italians. live on. We're going to figure yeah. it out. Yeah, I do feel like there to... should be, like, more types of noodles and more types of pasta in the world. If there's one thing I'm passionate about in life, it's pasta. Um and so I just feel like we need maybe them taking this off the shelves is to make room for some more types of pasta, perhaps. Um, that's wishful thinking. I don't, <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I don't know what the pasta economy is like these days, but I do think <laughs> that we need like a little renovation. Well, I believe the issue is that everyone's trying to be healthy and like going for that cauliflower lentil substitute situation and well, these pasta makers they, are hurting well maybe they should have tried to adapt with the times and make like gluten-free pastina and like cauliflower pastina Ugh. that sounds disgusting. you know go to your audience go where it's at <laughs> stay relevant pastina don't just get out of the games don't let them close your doors you know but, Unfortunately, it's too to little, them. too late. I'm passionate about this. For only having pastino once in my lifetime, I feel like they really went about this all wrong. <laughs> yeah, we need to talk to their marketing department. I'm going to have to have a word. <laughs> I like to speak to the manager. Oh, my God. That's so Karen. <laughs> I know. My inner Karen coming out. But, yeah, so that is a sad, sad moment in my life right now. And I guess I'm just going to have to learn to live without it. Ugh, tragic. <laughs> Another thing that I kind of wanted to touch upon, um, it's weird that like both of our um, like careers have kind of been at the forefront of the news this week um, yeah. for different reasons. Obviously, we talked about Abby's Werner, um, but also Damar Hamlin, um, coming you know up in the you know obviously in the news a lot this week um has been very interesting and just you know it's been all over my tiktok and i yeah. you know obviously was not watching the game because me and sports don't get along but um you know this was something i actually had something to say about and like actually had an opinion about so that was weird <laughs> Yeah, so I actually wanted to ask you because from, like, an outsider's point of view, now I ha I am CPR trained. Have I mm -hmm. ever done CPR on a real person? 
no. So I think that the reaction that a lot of people had to watching it be performed on someone like was super freaky for a lot of people, something they never saw before when I'm like, wow, you probably see that every day, if not multiple times a day. How does that like, what were your thoughts? Yeah. So I, like I said, I didn't see it online or like I didn't see it happen on the TV. Then I first heard about it through TikTok, obviously, because, you know, TikTok is my life lately. But obviously on TikTok, they're not going to show videos of CPR being performed because it would be taken off immediately. Um, But I just find it interesting that all of the commentators from the news and everything, you know, kept calling it that it was aggressive CPR or whatever. And it's hilarious to me because CPR is aggressive. CPR Mm -hmm. is violent and aggressive. And, you know, that's if it's being done correctly, then it's aggressive and violent. Um, You know, that's the whole point is you are trying to pump blood throughout the body um and so it is just wild to me that it is so not known and so foreign because it is you know something that I come across often um and so for me on a daily basis like the idea of doing CPR is not something out of my realm of possibilities when I come on at the beginning of a day and it's not something that is weird to me or not something really that even scares me anymore. It's kind of like, you know, that is, could be part of my day. Um, whether it be my patient, someone else's patient, you know, seeing it on a football field is definitely not something that I would expect. Um, so kind of the setting is barbaric. Um, but you know, I do think that, you know, it should be talked about a little bit more. And I think that more people kind of need to be certified in this. You know, this is something that clearly, you know, helps sustain his life and get him to the point of him being able to be in the care of, you know, other, um, you know, medical professionals at the hospital. So to resuscitate him successfully enough on the field to get him there through CPR is amazing. No, and I totally agree. I mean, it's a a really wonderful, I mean, it's scary, but it's a wonderful story that, you know, this happened, but he's going to be okay. And like someone jumped into action and that's kind of like, I agree with you that more people need to be certified. More people need to be like exposed to it because you never know, like it could be anywhere. It could be any time that you need to do it. Like I know that I get anxiety because I know I know how to do it. But like thinking about I might be in an instance where I might be the only one that knows how to do it. And then I'm the one that has to jump into action like freaks me out. But yeah, it shouldn't. Right. Like it, you should. Be- I mean, but I will say like, you know, I always get nervous now, like being on a plane or being in a public place. I get nervous that they're going to ask for a medical professional or something in like a medical emergency. Like that scares me that, you know, because in a hospital, I know what to do and yeah, I can do CPR and yeah, if they have an AED, like I'll know how to work in, I'll know how to, you know, do that form of life support. But, you know, until other help arrives, you don't have the necessary equipment to keep doing it for, 
you know, as long, like you need other things, you need other, other supplies. So the fact that they were able to get him off the field and get him there quickly was great. But just the stress of like, yeah, I know how to do that part. But then like, I'm not, I'm not in my own like setting. Like this is not a hospital. So what do I do? <laughs> right. And you can't <laughs> just still like a call. Fear that even I have. You can't just like call down to someone like who needs to take over right. or whatever. Right. Yeah. But definitely. I mean, and since CPR is so violent, you get tired so fast. Mm-hmm. Like if you're doing it well, you're good for, you know, a minute or so. And then you're like, boy, when is it time to switch out? Like this is getting brutal. Like you could be the fittest of the fit, but don't sign me up for more than one round of CPR because I'm not doing it. And that's yeah. the nice part about the hospital is you have a lot of people around you that can, you know, swap out as need be. But gosh, if you're the only one out there, that's so scary. But bravo to all of the athletic trainers and all of the medical personnel that was on the field that day um, who were able to jump into action. Crazy, crazy stuff. But I also feel for the teammates and everybody who is on the sidelines and everything, um, the people in the audience, because if you're not exposed to that, you know, on a regular basis, that is going to be super traumatizing. It still is traumatizing. I mean, I talk about it like it's not a big deal or, you know, it kind of is acted as if it's not a big deal. Like, you know, you walk out of a code situation in a hospital, you're walking to your other room who, you know, the patient's yelling at you for taking so long to get to them because, you know, their pump was beeping or because they wanted an ice pack or they wanted a warm blanket or, you know, whatever. Like, they don't take into the consideration of where you might have just been. So I feel, you know, like sometimes we don't take the time to be like, oh my God, what just happened? Like that was crazy. Um, Whereas, you know, I know, you know, it's crazy, crazy stuff. And that, you know, I hope all the football players and bystanders and everything are doing okay and talking to who they need to talk to. And I hope that the medical professionals and, you know, people, nursing, doctors, respiratory therapists, all the aides. Like, I hope you guys are all taking whatever time you need after those kind of situations to kind of reassess, like, how you're doing mentally and check in with yourself if you're not okay. I absolutely agree. And I think it's, like, a good point to bring up that if you're able to learn how to do CPR, um, you definitely should. I know a lot of um, programs and, like, different associations allow you to do it for free or for a pretty cheap price for the course. Um, it's definitely and something that... it only that, takes, you know, a few hours to do it yeah. also to get certified. So I highly, highly recommend it. I even, like, my brother is on, you know, his soccer team in high school, and it makes me so nervous now having seen what they're presuming be um, Camosio Cordis um, with Damar Hamlin to now think like, oh my God, these, you know, soccer players are super aggressive, even at like the foot or even at like the high school level. Like it makes me nervous. I'm like, where is the AED at all these high schools? Like they should have it out on the field. Like who's jumping in for CPR? Like now I'm like, what is the emergency plan in place for even, you know, people that aren't at a professional level? Like that makes me nervous too now. No, for sure. I mean, being a teacher and being a coach, like, it was always on my mind, like, I'm the one that's going to have to perform this if something happens. So, yeah. So, again, I recommend doing it, getting certified, and then 
you just like feel a little more confident that if a situation were to happen, yeah, it's still scary, but somebody knows what to do. Mm -hmm. So definitely, definitely recommend that. And again, we hope he's doing well. I think it's come out that he now is extubated and just on a little bit of oxygen. Um, And so I hope that he's doing well. I can't wait to see in the weeks to come, you know, once he's able to and wants to speak and talk about what happened, kind of getting his point of view because he's gone through something that a lot of people don't come out the other side of. Um, Yeah. So just to get a chance to kind of hear more from his point of view is going to be really important too. Definitely. So yeah. All right. Well, that's a little heavy. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of things happened this week in the news. Um, And, you know, we thought we would share our, our views. Obviously always these are our opinions and it's just things that we feel and want to talk about. Um, So yeah. Yep, but let's make it a little bit more lighthearted. Let's Sounds move good. on. <laughs> let's. We always want to be like an upbeat and you know positive light in whatever you're doing. Like if you are listening to this podcast, we hope that it brings you some joy and some break, like a break from whatever you're going through every day. But we do, you know, these things have been in the news, especially the pastina um, off the shelves. But no, um, we do just want to, you know, touch upon important subjects like those. So anyways, let's continue on. I mean, this is like my therapy, so. Correct. So we got to unbox these things a little bit. Yes. All right. So Erica. What are you mm-hmm. currently obsessed with? Um, I have a few. A few things that I, throughout the past week or so, have really found this new appreciation for. Um, first things first, I love my ice roller. And we can kind of unbox this a little more. TikTok's algorithm for me has really just been so impressive lately. I have bought more things on Amazon due to recommendations from TikTok um, recently, and one of which is my ice roller. So for those who don't know what an ice roller is, um, it is to roll on your face. You put the little roller part in the freezer. Um, I leave mine there basically all the time and just let it freeze. And then when I get out of the shower, I get out and I rub it all over my face. And it is supposed to help with um, inflammation, swelling. Um, Honestly, beyond that, I don't really know, but someone on TikTok used it and their skin looked incredible, so I bought it. Um, And I love it so far. I use it every single day when I get out of the shower. Um, And then I put on a bunch of serums that TikTok also told me to buy, and I do feel like my skin is improving. This is just so interesting to me because I don't have TikTok. I know the whole world just gasped. Um, yeah, no, truly. <laughs> but it's just like so mind blowing to me how effective it is in getting people to buy things. Like it is almost like these companies like don't even have to do marketing anymore. Like they are receiving they don't. This free is marketing. truly the best marketing. Like the amount of people that now have a Stanley cup when 
honestly, I don't even think it's that great because you Alyssa, have to hold it. I'm quite literally staring at my Stanley Cup right now. So you should take that back. <laughs> you should okay, watch your my words. thought is because I don't like the handle on the side. Like that would annoy me carrying it. Okay. All right. That's so a like, fair point. So I'm we can more talk of about a, this a hydro flask girly, but um <laughs> so but I also that, love hydro flasks as well. Okay, good. But besides <laughs> that, like it's just like overall is just so interesting to me that like anybody on TikTok has purchased at least one thing that they've seen. And it's like, okay, now granted, I do have Instagram. I do have other social medias. There are things that pop up that I'm like, oh, that'd be cool. Like, let me purchase it. But I just feel like it is so easy to just be watching it, click the link provided. And it's like almost like you don't even have to think about it. Add to cart, pay. Like, No, truly, it's always late at night. It always comes up and then I say, hmm, all right, let me search it. I add it to my cart and I say, okay, well, it's 1030 at night. Let me order it. It's by, you know, my front steps the next morning and it was the easiest thing imaginable. So their marketing is just incredible, but I am a sucker for anything that is shown on my TikTok. I bought my Stanley Cup because of TikTok. I bought a bunch of my serums because of one of the dermatologists on TikTok, on the ice roller. I'm just a sucker for all of it. But honestly, the recommendations that they have are quite good. So I am buying what they're selling, quite literally. I mean, I guess it's a good way to get a review. Like, you know, you know they're telling you the truth. Yeah. I mean, let's unbox the Stanley um, cup situation a little more. Um, So I at first was like, I don't think I'm going to get one. Um, I saw that they were super popular. Then when I realized that they fit into a cup holder in the car, my world was rocked uh, because I drink so much water in a day. I am the type of person you bring me out to dinner. I get water with lemon. You bring me anywhere, that's what I'm ordering. Just water, water, water. So I don't really feel the need to drink anything but water, but my water intake is significant. And I am a water snob to a T. Like I am judging. I am judging depending on what brands you have stocked in your house. So I really am picky about my water and my water bottles. And so when I found that this would stick in a cup holder, my mind was blown because I like big water bottles, but none of the big ones fit into a cup holder. So I love Hydro Flask. I love that their straws bend down, which is the one downside that I really find with the Stanley is I drink so much more through a straw and I really like straws, but um, I just have to have it fit in the cup holder too because my Hydro Flask, the big one that I have, doesn't fit in a cup holder. You really, I could go on for hours about (laughs) water, water bottles. I'm Um, not buying what you're selling, okay? (laughs) I swear, it's so good. I do think that the Stanleys are pretty heavy, um, and I don't like that the straw doesn't bend down um, into the bottle like the Hydro Flasks because those I'm able to put in a backpack or something, whereas the Stanley I have to hold and carry, which is a little annoying at times. Um... But the fact that I can bring it in the car with me and put it in my cup holder rather than like throw it on my passenger seat is pretty wonderful. Okay. Well, um, well look into it. Think about it. Get back to me. Um, 
probably not. But <laughs> I think it's wild though because you don't have TikTok, but you will send me the overflow of TikTok that ends up on Instagram yeah. and you'll send me these videos that I've seen like days before and you're like, isn't this so funny? And I'm like, no, it was funny three days ago when I saw it on TikTok. <laughs> but now you're sending it to me on Instagram and it's the same thing. But it's very funny because you just will not give in and purchase it. I will send you a million videos from TikTok. You'll watch the video and then just exit out. Well, okay. So my thought process behind it is one I don't like stupid humor and we know this so people doing things that like they think are funny I probably won't think they're funny and I also don't get the whole like let me update you on what I had for breakfast and that I'm walking outside and all that silly nonsense stuff so that is one of the reasons why I don't have it. I just feel like I wouldn't be into the content that people are posting. Sorry to anyone that is a TikToker. I still love you. It's just not my vibe. But the other reason is, and we've talked about this on, I think, our first episode, is I use my phone too much. So if I am given another app to be on it is not going to be good for my usage I am going to be over the top on my phone all the time but I find that I cut out all other app using because I'm usually just on TikTok Mm -hmm. and I was really against it originally like when it came out during the pandemic and stuff I was like oh my god what is this vine wannabe like we don't need this in our life But I really have grown, honestly, because you can really make your TikTok algorithm whatever you want. So if you are into like the blogger type lifestyle where people are kind of narrating their day, you can watch that. But if that's not your thing, there's a way to make it that way. Those are not the videos that are coming up on your phone anymore. Like you can make it whatever you want it to be, which I think is very nice. Um, Does the algorithm get it wrong sometimes? Absolutely. But, you know. It's okay. We make mistakes. And I think you would like it if you gave it a shot. But I do get that I think it's an obsession for sure. I do find it funny though because like people will be watching things that you never even knew existed. Like one of my friends had all these videos about how ponds are made. How man-made ponds are created. And because she watched one, she got a zillion more. And then we were driving in the car and she was able to point out which ponds were man-made and which ones were natural. And I had no words for that TikTok is really educating the youth out here. It is really, I am learning so much. (laughs) But yeah, so I don't know. It's probably not going to happen, but I'll consider it. I'll take in your advice. I mean, you've stuck through it this far that I feel like why bother at this point, but I do think you could improve your life a little bit. And also, you really like cooking and like different recipes. Like your whole TikTok page could just be recipes if you wanted it to be and like different things to crock pot and whatever. Like I feel like that could be your your vibe a little. (laughs) I'm just a 90-year-old woman. I can't. (laughs) I do really love this one lady does – she's like a maid and she shows you like cleaning hacks 
to like Ooh, I'd work, love that. work smarter and harder. Yeah. See, even I like that and I barely clean. So I think that would be good for you. Um, right. You, you know, might be convincing me a little. You could really find whatever – you don't even know that it's out there until you it comes up on your page and you're like, oh, my God, this is a whole side of TikTok I didn't even know that I needed in my life. Facts. But we'll let you simmer on that and we'll check in every single podcast until you finally give in. <laughs> All right. So I wanted to announce, because I'm holding myself ac- accountable, that I finished my first book of 2023 – Amazing. Proud of you. Great work. Only 29 more to go to meet my goal. Um, <laughs> is and this I'm you staying of, on track, though? Is this, this like is, yeah. on par I mean, for finishing 30 in a year? I read this one a little slow because it wasn't my favorite. Um, okay. I, I read Layla, and now, if you know me, Colleen Hoover is my girl. She's my favorite um author at this current moment i'm i am just gonna say she is extremely popular on tiktok extremely popular yes she is yes she is because she's amazing um but i i read layla and obviously i'm not gonna spoil it but it just it doesn't it just wasn't what i thought it was gonna be and it was a little hard to get through pretty weird stuff um so, yeah, so if you've read it and, you know, want to chat about it, let me know because I had a lot of thoughts, a lot of questions, a lot of thoughts. But I finished it, made it through, and now I have, like, a zillion more of her books in my house that I'm getting ready to read. So I think, I think I'm going to make this goal. I think I am. I was going to say you're going to stay on the Colleen Hoover train right now. You're going to keep doing her books only? Yeah, I plan to read all of her books. How many does she and, have? I don't know. Probably okay. a, a decent amount. I've already read like eight of her books. Wow. Um, but I feel like I'm committed to her as an author. So I want to just read all of her stuff and then I'll move on to another author. Because I kind of like get used to the way that they write. And then I'm just like, okay, let me read everything that they have. Yeah, because then you'd be comparing everything and be like, well, if she wrote this, it would have been done like this. Right. I mean, so. that's how I imagine readers think, but I can't speak to that because I literally haven't opened a book that wasn't a textbook in like 10 years. So, you know, we all have our things. TikTok I'm, I'm glad that the reading is working for you. Yeah, we're really too polar ends of the spectrum here. <laughs> Me advocating for TikTok and you being like, so I read a book. Yeah, but I mean, love that for you. Um, but yeah, so we'll see. I'll keep you up to date on my my reads. Love that for you. Um, another thing that I've been absolutely in love with that I just find very useful um is my trash can that I have in my car. Um, I do think that this came possibly from Instagram instead of TikTok, but. Um, I have a trash can that kind of fits in the back seat of your car so I can just turn and throw trash into it. Um, and so it's good for receipts, water bottles, hand sanitizers. Um, and I use that thing pretty much every time I go in the car. There's always some piece of trash or garbage that I need to put somewhere else that way someday remove it out of my car because I'm just like so OCD about my car. But 
I emptied it today where I was at the gas station and I literally was finding receipts from like at least six months, if not 12 months ago, that all were stacked in this trash can. I use it so often. It empties out, you know, easily. You just flip the top off and can dump everything out. Um, it's super lightweight. It's like spill proof, like waterproof. Um, um, sounds I, like you should make a TikTok about it. I really should because I don't <laughs> I don't even know the brand. This is so bad of me to be talking all about it and then be like, hmm, but I'm gonna gatekeep this. Um, I truly don't even know what it's called, but I will look and I will maybe tell you what it's called once I think of doing it. <laughs> um, no, it's really like if you go on Amazon and just search like car trash can or something, it is like one of the first things that comes up. You can get it in light pink. You can get it in gray. Um, at the time that I bought mine, the light pink was sold out. So I got the gray. Otherwise, I absolutely would have gotten the light pink. But um, it is magnificent and wonderful. And I can only imagine that people like with small children or more than just one human being in the car would fill that thing up in days. Wow. I guess I'm going to have to get a car garbage now. I'm so passionate about these things. I told you I'm obsessed. You're, you're a good influencer. I'm feeling the need to like <laughs> buy now. Maybe I'll make a TikTok. Maybe I'll start TikToking. Then will you get it? Um, maybe. No, it's okay. They'd have to be, it's like, okay. really worth my time. Okay. Um, but the last current obsession that I have, which is, like, really funny, um, because I sort of watched it when I was younger, but they re-released Laguna Beach on Netflix, and I don't know if you've watched it, but it, like, takes place... No in like the 90s early 2000s um i feel like more like early 2000s it was all the way back in the 90s maybe there's not, no way I, it's gotta no, be maybe okay early 2000s early 2000s okay sorry sorry i'm gonna, I'm gonna look like, it up huge fans are probably like she's so wrong but <laughs> um it's just so funny to watch it because things were so like different like the way they dressed the way they did their hair like the way they acted, it was just like, like, I don't know, like classic cringe things that you would look back on and be like, oh, yeah. But now this was, came, did this come before The Hills or yeah, after? Yeah. Okay. Before. before. So, so I'm just checking. It came out in 2004. Okay. 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 <laughs> so Early like classic, like Y2K era. Yeah. Outfits yeah. and accessories. Like low rise jeans. Love. Uh, Juicy Couture jackets. Honestly, a vibe. Not hating Laser on Juicy Couture. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I still, I'm still saving my Juicy Couture sweatsuits with hopes that one day they become extremely oh, they're coming high back. fashion. I do think they're coming back slowly, but like, I really just want it to be like socially acceptable to wear want, them literally everywhere. I want the whole tracksuit. I I have the whole tracksuit. Okay, well, I'm. I have a black gorgeous. one. My mom was very specific, though, growing up that I not get any of the ones that said anything on the butt. Oh, um, you can have juicy so, on the butt? Yeah. No, she was against that. Um, <laughs> but, so, but now I'm pretty right, happy Rightfully that. so. <laughs> I was literally like 10 years old being like, no, can I get the one that says like juicy across my butt? <laughs> like, obviously. Yeah, no. It's obviously, no. she said no. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> but but the, I still have them in my drawer, and every time I clean out my closets, it is never to be thrown away. I won't do it. I love that. Hold on to them forever. One day they're going to be probably worth a bunch of money, maybe. I bet. We can hope. But we can hope. the funny thing about watching this show now, I watched the whole, like, two seasons – um, they have a podcast. Kristen and Steven have a podcast now where they they like kind of unpack all of their episodes. Mm-hmm. And it is so interesting because a lot of the parts in the show, I was like, this doesn't really make sense. Like this person's like saying this here or like, that's weird. They kind of flipped a script so quickly and they they like clue you into like how much of the show was like fake and how they like scripted, not scripted. They um went back and like voiced over parts of it to like make drama that wasn't actually real and they like put stuff from like different months like together so it looked like these two things happened in the same day but actually it was like months apart like it just kind of blew my mind because that was so early on in reality tv yeah, and you know it's stuff that, like, absolutely happens right now, like, in reality shows now. But yeah. to think that, like, 20 years ago it was still happening, like, it was already starting, it's just wild. Yeah, it's just, like, so interesting to me. Like, and they were young, no? Yeah, they were in high school, and they really thought that there yeah. wasn't, like, their actual life wasn't interesting enough that they had to, like, stir up all this drama. It's just so... That's wild. Can you imagine, like... And, like, watching it, like, back then, thinking it was all real and all happening, like, in real time, like, it's crazy to me. Yeah. Is anyone checking in on the millennials right now? Because they're probably shook from them unboxing all of this now. Yeah. I'm I'm sure they are. I mean, I didn't watch it, obviously, in 2004 because I was seven. But (laughs) I watched it, like, later on in, like, my, you know, like, tween teenager years um like here and there I watched it but yeah I watched it through and through and I was like wow this actually really doesn't make sense so I've never watched it but I could I could be sold on it I'm looking for like a show to watch right now I oh yeah keep, it's good like, it's like starting cheesy. things stopping things it's yeah, cheesy cringy I go for good. Mm-hmm. yeah but that's like that. so I love reality tv I reality, love reality quotes. tv Right, exactly. I've been <laughs> watching a lot of documentaries lately, um, which is something I'm extremely passionate about. I love a good Me documentary. Well. A nice true crime documentary just is nice. Um, I have been watching one on Hulu lately. Um, I believe it's called Death in the Dorms um, or something Ooh. to that effect. Um, it just came up as like a newly released thing. I clicked on it and it's basically like a docu-series. Um, I think there's six episodes. They're all like an hour long. Um, and it's basically about these college students that were, you know, at school and ended up murdered um, <laughs> or, you know, dying in these circumstances. Wow. So definitely not lighthearted at all. Nothing like Laguna Beach. Um but very interesting, very fascinating. I will say it's extremely sad. I am like a true crime buff. I love true crime and all of that, but it is a lot. Um, I really can only watch one episode and then I'm like, all right, I need to watch like Shit's Creek or something. I can't, you know, watch yeah. something so dark and so it's fascinating and very interesting. Um, but, you know, watch with caution. It is extremely graphic and very detailed. 
in really ironic timing with the Idaho murders going on. Correct. No, I think that's so creepy is like that you, you know, heard about the Idaho murders and you're like, oh my God, like that's so crazy. That would net, like, that's so uncommon. Like, this is so wild that this would even happen. And then watching this, I was like, wait, how do they even have enough people to make this into a docuseries? Like, it's so scary and creepy that like this happens enough. Yeah. And like, no, very creepy. I mean, we can touch more upon this in our next episode but this just makes me think when we were in college and remember there was the killer clowns going around oh my god i totally forgot about that that just unlocked a part of my brain that i completely forgot about yeah when we were in college so 2015 to 2019 um there i forget what year it was i feel like i was like a junior i was gonna say maybe like sophomore yeah yeah um there was killer clowns like on college campuses people were dressing up as clowns running around with weapons and like actually hurting people and there was no like what like you didn't know where they were you didn't know if you were gonna see one you didn't know what it wasn't like centralized to one school it was like a phenomenon like it was going on in a lot of places and like then and it just went away like what yes. happened to them where did they go <laughs> like yes did, and i would like, be like terrified to walk around campus at night yeah yeah because oh. we both had night classes and like i don't like i feel like it was all over the place like every form of social media like at the time like people from college would be posting about sightings yeah. or incidences and then it really just like died out and went away. But like, what a weird thing and what a terrifying thing. Yeah. Um, and it like, that it we just really just away. are overlooking like, now. Yeah. yeah. We just pretend like it never happened. Like no one talked about it again. And I was like, we literally could have died. Yeah. No, that definitely should have been uh, part of the docuseries. I think. Um, crazy. I, but I, I, I totally like, forgot like, about that. I don't I gotta look more into it because like I wonder if there's any like proof like of people actually getting hurt yeah or if it was just all like hype up on social media and like people fed into it so it kept it going longer like what if this wasn't even a thing like what if it was truly just made up by social media and we thought it was a thing and it was not honestly that could be true I have no idea but I was terrified yeah no I swear like twitter instagram facebook everything it all it was all over and here we are living yeah living to see another day just another thing we survived truly crazy but yeah so i feel like we really talked about a lot of things this episode we covered a a wide variety a wide range of things um on this episode I think it's like a good good thing. Yeah. And I think it's a good thing for our listeners because we are down to chat about anything. So if you have ideas, things you want us to weigh in on, chat about, watch, read, let us know because we're happy to do it and love to chat about it. She's a sucker to read about it. I'm a sucker to watch a article or watch a docuseries about it. Um, 
you won't catch me reading something that's requested um, <laughs> unless it's like extremely um, recommended. Um, if I watch a TikTok about it, maybe I'll maybe I'll do it. Yeah, right. TikTok tells that's me how to too, get her, guys. Well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but as always, thank you for listening. We're so excited that we've gotten to make three episodes and that we've had a good following so far. So we hope that you keep listening, that you keep following us on Instagram at I'm Fine You're Fine Podcast. And just hit us up. Let us know what you want to hear. And we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much. And in the meantime, just remember, I'm fine. You're fine. Bye, guys. Bye.